150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 18. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world to uh, talk about and uh, pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. We also count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. We are counting down. Today we are in country number 18, which is Uzbekistan. And so we go through some prayer points, some information about that country, how Christians are persecuted. And then we pray for the people that we talk about and that particular country um, and lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And so that's a little background on what the podcast is about for those of you who might be new. And all that being said, it is Friday, November 13th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On November 4th, five Christians were brutally attacked by radical Hindu nationalists in the Murpit neighborhood of Hyderabad, India. The attack resulted in the Christian victims sustained multiple injuries. According to Pastor Stephen Hanak, a 50-year-old Christian woman named Sadhya invited several members of the church, including Pastor Hanak, to a prayer meeting at her home on November 4th. Prior to the meeting, Sadia had received permission from her Hindu landlord to hold the meeting in her home. However, Pastor Hanak suspects the landlord told local nationalists about the prayer meeting. At noon, only minutes after the Christians gathered at Sadia's home, 15 nationalists broke into the house and attacked the Christians with wooden clubs and sticks. The landlord joined the nationalists and helped drag Pastor Hanak out of the house where he was further attacked. Quote, they came prepared to burn us, unquote, Pastor Hanuk told International Christian Concern. Quote, I saw someone in the group taking petrol out of the fuel tank of a motorbike, and I heard others directing where the burning would take place, unquote. Quote, I was panicked as all of this was going on, unquote, Pastor Hanuk continued. Quote, for 30 minutes the attack continued, but we eventually managed to run in different directions and reach the police station, unquote. As a result of the attack, Several Christians were injured and Pastor Hanak's car was damaged. The Christian, a Christian man named Janiah lost his eardrum completely shattered, had his eardrum completely mm-hmm. shattered, and a Christian woman named Anna Anana, Anama also lost six teeth. A complaint was lodged with local police and a first information report was filed against the nationalists. So uh, again, we... India, we we rarely do we think about Hindus as being violent, but these, again, I call them fundamentalists, not extremists. These are people who are following the fundamentals of their faith, uh, attacking those who believe differently, um, especially Christians. They especially violent against the truth, and so this is uh, things that are experienced having to get permission to have a prayer meeting in your own home from your landlord. Things like this are, are the, the issues that Christians are dealing with in India uh, at different places throughout India where we would generally think that it's 
it's fairly safe we don't hear a lot of this we we hear more about islamic oppression but hindu oppression is just as violent um, and just as prevalent throughout india as uh, islamic oppression is throughout the middle east this also from persecution.org according to the union of catholic asian news a predominantly christian village in northern bangladesh was attacked by a mob over a land dispute as a result of the attack one person was injured and a chapel and several homes were ransacked on november 9th a mob of 50 to 60 armed men attacked itcha itchachara village located in the mula bazar district the attack took place hours after a muslim man was evicting evicted from the predominantly christian village According to local church leadership, a Muslim man, Rafiq Ali, had recently lost a legal battle over the ownership of land in the village. The mob, led by Ali, attacked a grocery shop, homes, homes, and a chapel in the village. Quote, the attackers also pelted bricks and stones at village houses, unquote, Father Joseph Gomes told UCAN. Quote, one villager was hurt. We demand justice for the attack and the end of the abuses against ethnic people, unquote. According to UCAN, Ichachara is predominantly made up of ethnic Kasi Christians. Ali had legally occupied land owned by a, a local Christian and had illegally occupied land owned by a local Christian and was evicted after a court decided that he had grabbed the land using fake documents. So again, we, we see just the issues of Muslims taking from Christians thinking they have the right to. When the law does step in and uphold against Christians, we see situations like this where uh, a mob of Muslims just come in and attack, uh, tear down chapels and so on. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Ichichara village there. So that brings us to our world watch list for the day. Um, number 18, Uzbekistan. Um, some facts about Uzbekistan. The region is Central Asia. The persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. Dictatorial paranoia. Persecution level is very high. Population of Uzbekistan is 32,807,000, of which about 349,000 are Christians. The main religion is Islam. It is a presidential republic, is the government, and the leader is President Shavkat Mirziyoyev. Yeah, can never pronounce those names. Uh, under the authoritarian rule of the president, the government heavily restricts religious expression allowing outlawing all unsanctioned religious expression this means any non-orthodox christian group is illegal and even orthodox groups can preach only in russian since doing so in uzbek is against the law additionally since the culture is largely muslim christians who convert from islam face pressure and potentially violence from their families and communities christian women who came from islam face increased pressure sometimes through forced marriage and sexual violence Although the persecution score is one point lower than last year, the situation for Christians in Uzbekistan remains serious with extreme levels of pressure. Christians face persecution from the state through the police, secret services, and local authorities that monitor religious activities by various means like bugging homes, tapping phones, infiltrating groups, and attending church services. Christians and unregistered churches suffer repeatedly from police raids, threats, arrests, and fines. All Christian communities in Uzbekistan are some, experiencing some form of Christian persecution from the state and or dominant Muslim culture. 
Because they don't usually attempt to make contact with the Uzbek population, Russian Orthodox churches have the least problems from the government. It is the indigenous Christians who are most persecuted from the state and from family, friends, and the community. They experience pressure and occasionally physical violence to renounce their faith and return to Islam. Some converts are beaten and locked up by their families, placed under house arrest, and eventually excommunicated. And in areas with unregistered churches, Christians suffer repeatedly from police raids, arrests, and fines. Some examples. On February 9, 2019, an Uzbek woman was killed by her husband because she had recently become a Christian. Umida, a Muslim background Christian, was attempting to flee the country to seek refuge in Istanbul with Christian friends when her husband confronted her at Tashkent Airport and slit her throat. On November 20, 2018, 20 plainclothes officials, rising later to 40 officials, raided a group of Baptist meetings for Sunday morning worship in Yashnabad district in Uzbekistan's capital, Tashkent. For the first time, first known time such in, in such raids, members of the army, the National Guard, took part in the raid. Fourteen of those at the meeting were forcibly put into a bus and taken to Yashnabad police station where they were pressured to sign statements that they had participated in an unauthorized meeting. When they refused to do this, their personal details were recorded and they were interrogated for nine and a half hours. Officials also photographed and recorded the details of each individual who had attended the worship meeting, including names, addresses, and workplaces. On November 19, 2018, police in Uzbekistan's eastern Namangan region, region raided a group of Protestants meeting in a home for a meal and to read the Bible. Police searched the apartment without, uh, without a warrant and confiscated legally purchased literature, including Bibles. Officers arrested all eight Christians and took them to the police station where they were questioned until early the next morning. Police forced most of the believers to sign statements written by the police and said that they might be prosecuted for possession of the religious literature they had legally purchased. Prayer points for Uzbekistan. Pray with believers who have converted from Islam and experience isolation in their new faith, as well as the fear they pre and pressure they experience knowing that their family's discovery of their conversion could mean ridicule, persecution, and even death. Uzbekistan has one of the harshest dictatorships in Central Asia. All forms of opposition and deviation from the norm are attacked. Pray that the eyes of the country's leaders would be open to the truth. No religious activities beyond state-run and state-controlled institutions are allowed, and unregistered churches face police raids, arrests, and fines. Pray for true religious freedom. And officials in the country have has officially the country has religious freedom. However, it is very hard to obtain registration for religious communities. Pray believers have the fortitude to complete the process. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. We praise you for this medium, the internet, the where we can come together across distances and time to, to lift our voices together uh, to pray for our brothers and sisters. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in India, in Hyderabad. Um, we pray for this, this group that was attacked. Uh, we pray that justice would be served on those who came in and attacked this group and that they would uh, quickly uh, recover from their injuries, Lord, and that you would continue to provide protection for them as they, uh, as they continue to worship you in this area. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Bangladesh in this, this uh, village, Ichachara village, where they were attacked because 
the Muslim man was evicted. He wasn't able to steal from a Christian man, Lord. And so we pray for protection for this group of believers here in uh, Ichachara and pray that, that you would use this, this circumstance to glorify yourself, Lord, that you would use these experiences of persecution uh, and believers' willingness to stand through this persecution, stand for their faith, that you would use that to as a witness and the gospel to draw even their assaulters, uh, assailants to you, Lord, and to a, a relationship of repentance and faith in you. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Uzbekistan, especially those who have converted from Islam. We pray that you would protect them from their families and the communities there. Lord, that, that you would use them to draw those people to yourself, that they would be willing to preach the gospel to those who persecute them, and that they would be, uh, that those people would, would come to you in repentance and faith. Lord, we pray that, that you would uh, bring religious freedom to this region, Lord. Even though they claim to have it, it's obvious that it is not afforded to everyone there. We pray that the, the eyes of the country's leaders would be open to the truth and that laws would be passed and changed to where Christians could truly worship you there in Uzbekistan. And Lord, we, we pray that um, of those who are have converted uh, to Christianity and in the face of the persecution, that they experience, Lord, that they would continue to go and uh, obtain registrations for places of worship and um, and and just to change their religion and, and do what it is that you're drawing them to do. Um, pray that they would stand firm in their faith and, and complete the processes that you've set them forward to, Lord, to, uh, to proclaim your gospel and to glorify your name. And it is for your glory, Lord, we pray that you are glorified through all this, and it's for your glory and in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thank you for uh, joining us, uh, being part of this. Again, if you know anybody who's willing to take 15 to 20 minutes out of their day to join us as we read about and hear about our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith and lift them up in prayer, Invite them to come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Uh, have them hit the, the join button and I'll get them approved to be part of that group. Um, or they can come to the YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm. Hit the subscribe button and catch all the content that I release there, different podcasts that I do. Or, as always, you can get any of these podcasts wherever you get your audio version. Just look for The Fifth Seal on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Pandora, wherever you get your your audio podcast you can find the fifth seal and join us uh, as we uh, lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in jesus christ and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they're necessary and until next time tomorrow soli deo gloria